Kirocast Podcast Emporium. We tried so hard and got so far. <laughs> Welcome to Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is Tim Stevens. Hello out there. I am here. And I am excited. He's so excited. Well, uh, by the way, my name is Jesse Cooper. I forgot to say it. What's up, Jesse? Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the character, I think, is probably one of the more popular characters. I mean, it's got to be top 20, right? Got to be top 20. Like top 20, top 20 character. Uh, If you want to sell comics, you're putting this character in your book. You know, it's like the old joke used to be by the third issue, you had to have wolverine or spider-man make a guest appearance this would be sort of the third character in that joke yeah so uh sabelle that's right yep sabelle yep and we all know who sabelle is like she's uh she's an eternal yep she's an eternal with uh what iconic power uh (laughs) something about plants maybe Nope, alright. Well, let's say no. Wasn't she supposed to be like Gaia? Wow, they do pad, they pad out this thing. Okay, here's the first, okay, here's the first sentence, I mean, first paragraph of her node superpowers. Okay. Sabelle possesses the conventional attributes of her race as well as certain special abilities developed through rigorous discipline. However, Sabelle has not chosen to develop any of her known special human abilities to the same degree that Thena and the other most powerful uh, internals have. That's a nonsense thing that does not need to be there. It mostly says she's strong and doesn't have other powers. Yeah, that's all that says. Her power is she can project cosmic energy in the form of beams and flashes from her hands. And then they pad out that by saying how hot it can get. Oh, so hot. Yeah, so, so hot. Uh, she's she's I mean, only she's a second level eternal, right? Oh, okay. If you're not third level adept, I don't want anything I have to do with you. It's fifth, so she's not even, like, top half of adepts, because she's the second level and there's five levels. Yeah. Level five said. being the highest. If you're gonna, if you want a job with me and you're a second level, you might as well not apply at all because I don't even look at resumes below three. Yeah, he like Tim. Yeah, Tim only hires top ten percent adepts. That's right. I can do that now. I've reached a point in my life where I can make that call, and I do make that call. Okay, so she can psionically manipulate atoms and molecules so to transform an object shape. Yep. Ooh. So it's not plants, but she's like into nature. That's kind of her thing. She's like, she's like, if she posted a personal ad, it would be filled with stuff like, loves to hike, just feels better in nature, loves being outdoors, that kind of. Thing. 
Yeah. And basically, she has a really boring Tinder profile. Right. Super boring. I'm sure she's sweet as can be. Yeah. Like, I don't want to discount. Yeah. Well, she's slightly nerdy and loves hugging and, and loves hiking. There you go. She has the misfortune of being an eternal, which is like of all the various races that you could be in the Marvel universe, you know, you're you're mutants, you're inhumans. This is really the bargain basement, you know. They're not uh, they're they're skim versions of the. So the Eternals were an extension of a Thor comic. Thor comics. Assault on Olympia. Uh, I like Thor. So, I like Thor too. Uh, she showed up in September 1st, 79. Uh, and um, she also showed up in let me, let me see. Let me see the exact amount. Let me count how many actual issues she's in. She's in four issues of the internals. There's 12 issues of that. She showed up in four of them. So she was even a major player in her own book. One appearance in the Avengers. One appearance in Thor. And what is this? Is this just a reprint? Oh no. She was in, she was in only, she was only in six issues. Yeah. Okay. So I have her stats here, though. Dig these crazy stats. She is five eleven. Okay, so she's a half inch shorter than I am, and she weighs a hundred and twenty five pounds. That's super thin. Yeah. Like I don't want to get into how much I weigh, but it is not one hundred twenty five pounds. <laughs> this is a very thin woman. Well, I'm like, I mean, she's drawn very thin, like to the point where, like. You could almost see the hip hip bones, like, in our drawings. Like, oh. she's that thin. Huh. I wonder if there's an actual reason for it, then. Like, if they actually did something with that. Well, but I thought, like, Ares and stuff like that, because they're Olympians. Right. So, but, like, Ares, Ares and the other, uh, like, Olympians and stuff were super dense. Like, Ares was 500 pounds and, like, as tall as me. Right, yeah, he was super dense like a star, because uh, he's super strong. And from the description, she should be too, because she's supposed to be have all the attributes and such and such of her race. I know. I, okay, so I know that there's sexual dimorphism in uh, human male and females. Right. And females tend to be a little bit smaller and weigh a little bit less. Sure. Compared to compared to like a lot of times, not always, but but we're talking uh, a quarter of Aries' weight. We're talking a quarter of Aries weight, and also at 5'11", I don't care if you're the thinnest you can be, you're probably still hitting, like, around 200, just for your frame. I mean, if you're strong, like, she's supposed to be, yeah, that, that should be Yeah, normal. if you're strong. We're just thinking she's of, supposed like, to be real strong. You know, like, a 5'8 woman, without naming names I know, is like 135 pounds, and she's thin. So add three inches and take ten pounds off. This woman is... Very, very thin. Like, I don't know where she'd fall on terms of, like, the dangerous body weight scale, but I'm guessing she'd be below the line. Yeah, which, by the way, we're not we're not judging her based off of how she's drawn. We literally have nothing else to talk about. Right. So... Well, it's interesting from the perspective of that they chose to identify her as that... Uh, that little of weight, you know, like that's useful in terms of critiquing from a feminist perspective. Like 
that's an unfair expectation for somebody who's supposed to be super strong that they also only be 125 pounds. Okay, so I'm going to just do compare her to another uh, lady who is Clea, who is from the Dark Dimension, um, and is not human. Well, half. I think she's like half human or something like that. She was uh, Doctor Strange squeeze for a little while. Yeah, Doctor Strange's sweetie slash student, which is kind of creepy there, Doctor Strange. A little problematic, especially in this modern world. Yep. But uh, she is 5'8 and weighs 190. And I feel like that is a little bit more... In- right, again, because you're talking about the- these are people, they're not... Uh, your average workaday Joe's like these are people that get a lot of physical fights, um, and as noted, you know she is supposed to be an eternal, which means, and as that notation uh, mentioned, she's supposed to be in line with everyone else in her race as having these abilities. You know, just to give you the BMI, which is you know we know there's problems with the BMI and so on and such a, but a. Norm, a quote unquote normal weight for somebody 5'11 would be, for a woman 5'11 would be 136 to 178 pounds. So she's 11 pounds below the smallest weight. And that's a 42 pound range that they gave for that. So again, it's, it speaks to a certain, um, how do I put this? Unfair expectation, I think is fair to say. Well, like, well, I like a lot of these weights and heights and everything. Like the way they match up, they tend to put dudes super heavy and right. women super light. Yeah. One thing I did discover in just doing this research, though, that is interesting about her isn't her, of course, but is that she is the aunt of Star Fox and Thanos. Star Fox. Don't know why he was ever the Avengers, because he's creepy and he's has super a supervillain power. Yeah. <laughs> he has a supervillain power. Have you ever read the She-Hulk story with him? I've read some of it. Okay. And wasn't... Wait, didn't he also brainwash um, Captain Mar... I mean, Miss Marvel at the time. No, day. you're thinking of Marcus, which is a whole different kind of Oh, okay. There's another person who also has supervillain powers. Yeah, Marcus is gross beyond gross. At least with Star Fox, you can say, like, well, he doesn't abuse the powers and so on and such. They're creepy powers, but we don't generally see him use them in terrible ways. But, like, Marcus, straight up, from the start, is a terrible human being, or whatever he's supposed to be. A cosmic being. Also, good, good job. Avengers for just letting that happen. Oh, good God. job. You're real good friends. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the whole idea of like, you know, wipe away your history kind of reboots. Like, you know, uh, DC did Crisis on Infinite Earth and that kind of thing back in the day. But if ever there was a reason, it would just be to eliminate the existence of the Marcus storyline because that's just, it's horrible. Like, <laughs> there's no other way to put it. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, basically, uh, Miss Marvel was brainwashed into falling in love with Marcus and got pregnant with his baby. Well, it's worse than that. She got pregnant with him, essentially. So, With she, him, yeah, yeah. No, even worse. With she is him. coerced by mental powers into having sex with this man that she the, and is pregnant by him and gives birth to a younger version of him. That will, It's timeline 
nonsense as well. I mean, it's just it's bad top to bottom. But essentially, the important or and, and the terrible part and is Captain the whole, America. Well, everybody signs off on it when she says she's going to go away. So I'm like, well, if that's yeah, what but, she wants but, to do. She's an adult. But like, like Captain America, the Star Wars of human. Uh, well, I, I would say like human rights and right. uh, yeah, he's supposed to be a symbol of human decency. American values. Yeah, human decency was just like, well. That's fine. Right. They know she's being controlled by him, and when she comes to them and says, I'm going to go, they're all like, well, you know, she's an adult. Let her do what she wants to do. Nobody thinks, like, it's the equivalent of if your friend approaches you at the bar, and they're smashed out of their minds, and they say, I'm going to go home with these three people I don't know. You say to your friend, though, that's a really terrible idea. We're not letting you do that. In the Avengers, they go, shrug. She's going to do what she's going to do. It's not a great moment in the history of the Avengers, let's put it that way. Apparently, she lives somewhere in Colorado. Yep, just hanging out. I'm sure she'll be back any day now. So I'm going to do this thing now, because I've, I want to fill a couple more minutes. <laughs> what job do you think she should do? Because obviously, she has not been working for the Eternals for that long. No, that's true. And she's basically been kicked out. What job do you think you'd give her? Well, since she has that whole confused for Gaia thing, and she's hanging out in the forest in Colorado... I feel like she should address some of the issues of deforestation in the United States. You know, we can send her into places that have recently suffered forest fires or, um, or you know, have been stripped logged by, uh, let's call them, unethical companies and uh, replenish those forests. I don't know what you'd call that job. I don't think it exists in nature, but, you know, this is a world of superheroes. They can have different occupations. She'd basically be Captain Planet. Right, she's a reforestation expert. Oh, well, you know, I mean, since she's in Colorado and uh, weed's now legal, why don't she just become a grower? She yeah. probably makes some dank, dank kush. She can make that sweet green. Both dollars and yeah. the marijuana I'm referring to, of course. Yeah, that, that dro. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you use dro. <laughs> Make those jazz cigarettes. I would like two marijuana needles, please. <laughs> Let's okay. smoke me some jazz um, cigarettes and see what kind of trouble I can get into. Yeah. Because I don't even care so, anymore, man. So, Tim. So. What, what, what do you do for a living? Who are you and what do you do? Uh, my name is Tim Stevens, as noted before. I work for Marvel.com. I'm a freelance writer, and you can read me there about three to four days a week, typically. You can also find me on the Twitter at Ungaje, U-N-G-A-J-J-E, or at my website, TimStevensIsUngaje.com. So this is Jesse. I have a podcast called Turn to Page, which is a choose-your-own-adventure book podcast. You can hear Tim talk about some aliens and stuff and, and ants. People. And ants, right? Yeah. Thanks. Now, who's on the who's yeah. on that episode? Is that danger I'm or is that that's danger? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I get mad at. I get. I think I get mad at both of you a lot in that one. Yeah. So. We have, danger and I have some pretty great chemistry, and Jesse was feeling a little bit jealous. I think. 
yep, I definitely was. That's exactly why. So, uh, you can also find me on Random Sampling, where me and my lovely podcast cohort, Carrie Nelson, talk about random stuff that pops up on wikis and chat and be friends. Shout out, Carrie. So, yep, Carrie, you're great. You don't listen to this podcast at all, so woo-hoo-hoo. Maybe she will now that she knows she's going to get a shout out. I give her shout outs all the time on this on this podcast you never listened. So I'm only gonna cry in this corner for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can also find me on the Facebook page for this book for this podcast, the uh, the Alphabet Flight. Look that up. I think I'm the only thing called Alphabet Flight. You are. Yeah, I, I I make sure to choose real good names from a podcast that Those good, only good go names. back to me. So, yeah, that's sweet, sweet uh, SEO. Yep. Uh, yeah. So you can look at the pictures of the characters we're talking about and talk to me. Play along at home. So, yeah. Uh, you can support me via iTunes, Stitcher, and stuff like that by rating, reviewing, subscribing, and all that junk. Please give me four or more stars, maybe five. I'm not sure how that works. I know iTunes on, is I know on iTunes you can't submit a review unless you first give them five stars, so make sure you give the five stars and then give a review. Otherwise, iTunes just won't accept it. You know, you know what, guys? Maybe... Uh, Maybe some of you nerds out there can call me out when I misremember something. Oh, that'd be good. I bet that never happens, yeah. though. Nerds are not well known for doing that. That's the thing. I was expecting that to happen, but no one, no one's doing it. So, hey, nerds, step up your game. Do not call me out if I've made a mistake, because I promise you I have. And if you think I have, yes. it's actually you who are mistaken. Yep. Uh... You can support me monetarily via Patreon, where you can give me a few dollars and I can afford things I need. Like food. Or guns. Yes, food and antidepressants. Or guns. Get, so, get, get. Yep. Because we're Americans. Yep. You can also uh, buy a t-shirt from the Redbubble store, and you can find links to all that in the description down below. The What's on that handsome t-shirt? Bye. What's on some of those t-shirts? No, you what's on that one, handsome t-shirt? Uh, fat, uh, a fat psychic pigeon. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, that's who, real good. Who drew that? Uh, JL. Alright. Yeah, it's real good. You should get that one. Uh, we currently don't have a, a shirt for this show, but, you know... We will eventually. Yeah. Wait. So maybe it'll be a picture uh, of Cybella. She's cool. Maybe draw me a picture and say, "Hey, you can sell this, and I'll give you all the uh, all the things." Because no one bought anything yet except for me. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the artwork is done by Ryan Healy. Of, and this has been Alphabet Flight. May country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Night. That's what you are. 
forget about.